Hey everybody, welcome to Time Out with DJ Falcon here. Good morning, it's 8.40 a.m. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are staying inside during this time of the coronavirus. Um, make sure you're washing your hands. Like I always say, wash your hands for you know, 20, about 20 seconds or whatever. Um, make sure you're practicing social distancing. Make sure you're staying inside doing all that good stuff. Um, but while you're staying inside, you can listen to um, my podcast, obviously, DJ, Time Out with DJ Falcon here. Just discussing, you know, things going on in the NFL. Uh, first off, before I get to uh, Falcons lose, um, so obviously, the NFL now, you know, the draft is going to be virtual. So now GMs and, um, you know, they're going to have to be at home and they're going to have to do the selection pretty much by themselves because normally they would be in the draft room, you know, with all their scouts and um, their, their, you know, assistant coaches, whatever, whatever, what have you. Um, and, you know, they it's easier because those guys are in there with the general manager. But now, general manager at home by himself, so now he's got to look and be like, okay, um, is this my guy? So when he's going through the prospects, you know, he's like, okay, you know, obviously – you know, evaluate, they evaluated a lot over the course of these last few months, ever since the Super Bowl ended, probably since the season ended for some teams. Um, But, you know, uh, so obviously, you know, they've been evaluating and they know what prospects probably fit their, you know, the team best or not. But um, so obviously, yeah, that's going to be a, a virtually. Um, and obviously, the, but the draft still is going to stay uh, as continued with, uh, you know, it's gonna be on April twenty third through April twenty fifth, uh, on um, ESPN, ABC, and NFL Network, and uh, you can listen to ninety two ninety game as well. I think those guys are gonna be um doing a little broadcast themselves of the, uh, the draft. I don't know, um, but I think it'll be on ninety two ninety game as well. And like I said, I'll make a podcast probably um the day after the draft, um you know because I don't know if I'll be able to make you know make one during the draft. It'll be too much going on, so I just make one after the draft. But uh. Yep. So, uh, uh, anyway, let's get to, uh, I have a special guest on the show today. Uh, uh, Falcons quarterback, Matt Ryan has decided to join me. Hey Matt, how you doing? Doing good. How are you? I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm good. You know, um, so Matt, obviously it's going to be a long off season for y'all. Um, okay. So one and seven, the first half of the season, the second half, six and two. I know, obviously, the defense play calling change, but what what actually caused the spark for you guys? You know, at the bye week. Well, I think it was, uh, you know, we sat down and we evaluated everything, and we uh, we just looked at okay, who, you know, we looked at the first half of our season, and it wasn't good. Um, you know, offense wasn't, you know, offense did well, but it, it could have been better. Um, defense was didn't do that well. And we had to sit down and evaluate that during the bye week and look at why, why that was. And then uh, the next game from the bye week, uh, and down in New Orleans, we just clicked. And uh, defense did, played really good, uh, holding the Saints uh, just nine points, three field goals. Um, it's pretty good. And uh, when you're when you're holding Drew Brees and the, and the Saints to, to nine points, you know you've done a good job. And so, um, as for you know for the offense, we 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 clicked. We moved the ball up and down the field. We didn't have to punt. Um, too much. Um, we, we were able to move the ball up and down the field, uh, come away with points, even if it was a field goal, you know, just to come away with something, you know, it's, cause it's better than, you know, going, you know, driving to the 40 or, you know, or the 50 having to punt or, you know, get all the way down to the red zone and, and having to 
a turnover on downs because you decided to go for it on fourth down and it wasn't there and you um, you failed to convert. So or have a turnover. Uh, either one of those things, that's not what we want to do. And that's what most of what we were doing in the first half of the season. We, were, we weren't moving the ball well up and down the field. Defense couldn't make stops. We, uh, you know, we lack to do those critical things, you know, fundamentally for football. And that's what cost us, you know. And obviously the offensive line didn't play too well. Um, you know, I'm not knocking those guys. Those guys do work hard every day, day in and day out. But we just, you know, they, they didn't get the job done. Um, too well, and uh, so that must be evaluated this off season and going to the draft and um, you know everything like that. Hopefully, um, Mr. Dimitrov and uh, Coach Quinn they'll, uh, they'll sit down and they'll evaluate this. Lord, uh, so well, Matt. Uh, you know, like I said, you know, like I said, the offensive line, yeah, it it was not good. I believe there was a game you got sat nine times. Am I wrong? No, you're not. I I, I did get sat nine times. Uh, I think it was against uh, the Saints in Thanksgiving here in Atlanta. Yeah, I got sacked nine times. Um, so obviously, the offensive line must be addressed. Um, and we tried to address it last year's draft. You know, uh, I mean, this year's this year's draft. Excuse me. Oh, uh, you know, this past season um, with Caleb McGarry and Chris Lindstrom. Chris Lindstrom was on IR all, all the way up until about week eight or so, and then. Week eight or nine, and then uh, um, Caleb McGarry, he just he he struggled. He downright struggled. Um, so throughout the whole, pretty much most of the year, and that's okay. That's for that's way you know if you're a rookie tackle in the NFL, that's what happens. You're going to struggle, and uh, when you put a rookie like that into spotlight, it's going to happen. You know, um, even if you are a good rookie, I mean, you know, that's for any position. You're you're going to struggle. So, um. I remember my 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 rookie year. Um, I struggled as well. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah. So we have a lot of things to address. Um, and obviously this virus and everything's going on with it is kind of hurting us. You know, we wish we could be together. You know, throwing around. Um, obviously, um, you know, trying to build a chemistry up for next year. Trying to get you know with my new targets uh, with Hayden Hurst. Uh, I like to throw around with him. You know. Just get our that chemistry working like I did with Austin when he was here, and uh, hopefully when this virus is all over, we can be able to do that, and hopefully it'll be over before the season starts in September. We all hope that, that we all do, man. Um, and uh, all the criticism that you know they they people say people around Atlanta, they you know even yeah in the NFL world, you know they say you're not a good quarterback. They say you 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 know you. You should be the quarterback for the foul because they say you can't move all this thing. How did you? How how do you? You know, block out the noise and, you know, you just go about your day. How do you do that? Well, DJ Falcon. If I'm being honest, you know, being in the NFL, it's tough to do that um, because you're in the spotlight constantly, and you know, obviously, you're on TV all the time. Whether if it's on NFL Network, on First Take, on ESPN, Get Up, ESPN. Um, Whatever it's on, uh, you know, whatever show, whatever sports show it is, you know, you, you're on there. And uh, so you have to – and obviously every game is uh, televised, some nationally televised, like, um, you know, games on NBC and uh, um, Monday Night Football. You know, those games are nationally televised and things like that. So it's just, you know, you have to block out the noise and you have to just keep going about your day, going about your, your game, no matter what people say. Because if you give in to what the people say – then that you're letting that affect you and you're letting that get into your mind and that's not good because then 
your play will start getting affected. And um, that's not what you want to happen, especially at crucial times right now for us, because now this year we're hoping to um, to we're, we're, our goal is to be win a championship this this upcoming season. Um, nothing less, nothing more. Um, so and the only way for us to achieve that goal is that we have to, you know, we have to execute. We have to. um You know, we have to execute. Like I said, we have to execute. We have to uh, address everything, all the problems. We have to fix all the problems that are currently um, are with us, and and just get, you know get chemistry together. And then, uh, and when it's time to play week one, we got to be ready to play week one. And uh, no matter what people say, you know, I could care less what people say about me. I've been a quarterback in the NFL almost eleven years now. Probably has yeah, been eleven years, and I, I you know, I. You know, this is nothing to me, really. I mean, people can say all they want about me. I mean, you see, you, you see all these people that you can get on Tom Brady. They say he's cheats and this and this and that, almost as much as the people that say he's the greatest of all time, which I think he is, in my opinion. Great quarterback, uh, having played against him a couple times in my career. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, people say he's cheat, he cheats and this and that and this and that. That's, I mean, you know, you can only, I mean. You can only say so much, and so Tom just goes about his business, and uh, that's why he's the greatest quarterback of all time, in my opinion. Um, so, okay, Matt, uh, you know, just a couple more questions I have to ask you, uh, but how do you feel about the new addition of tight end Hayden Hurst from Baltimore? Um, Hayden is uh, he's pretty good. He's fast. He he um he's, he's a little bit bigger than Austin Austin was. Um, Austin Hooper was, but uh, he, I mean, I, watching his film in Baltimore, he he's a good tight end. He can block. He can go out on the field, run good routes. Um, he can run a corner corner route, run out routes, run run just run straight up the seam if he has to run you know run a crossing route whatever we have to do with him. You know, he, he can do it. I mean, seeing what I saw in Baltimore and obviously playing with a guy like Lamar Jackson up there. And, uh, you know, he 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 strived. And uh, that's that's all we want from our guys. We want them to come in and work hard every day and strive to be the best they can be because that's what you have to do in the NFL because it's not easy here. It's not high school football. It's not college football. It's the NFL. It's the National Football League. It's professional football. So that means you have to – um, you know, you have to day in and day out just work hard and do everything you have to do, um, just be successful in this league. Cause it's tough. But I think Hayden will be a great addition um, to our team. Um, so, well, Matt, I, I do appreciate that. Um, yeah, I, I think so too. I mean, cause when I watch his tape as well, you know, I see that this is a guy that can run routes good. Like you said, he he can block, which is what we always look for in a tight end. Um, you know. Other things that he can do. I mean, he might maybe possibly special teams. I don't know if that's the case of that's up to Coach Queen and uh, Mr. Dimitrov. But um, so, um, yeah. But uh, Matt, how about, okay. <laughs> I know you probably don't want to go back, but I want to take you back about um, two years ago. Steve Sarkeesian was your offensive coordinator. A lot of people were ripping Steve uh, Sark because of uh you know the office wasn't really clicking on the first his first year with the Falcons and then the next year you guys uh, the defense was you know the defense was really hurt and it was bad everything like that what what if you could describe your experience with uh, Steve Sarkisian what what would your work be you know what 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 would it be um I mean 
Sark was a, a good guy. Um, he good offensive mind. Um, you know, he did uh, like I, you know, like people, you know, know he was in college before. You know, offensive coordinator. Now he what? And then uh, after the uh, we uh, let him go, he went down to Alabama, become their offensive coordinator. That's where he was. Um, this season, and they did pretty good always, like you know, like they always do. You know, Coach Saban, Coach, um, you know, and Sark, you know, good minds together. But uh, I, I think you know, people people don't understand that uh, and when you're offense corner, you know, it's not everything is going to work out. You know how the way you hope because it's just the NFL and guys, you know, watch film and they prepare for stuff, and so now everything's going to be a touchdown every play. You have to understand it's little by little, inch by inch. Football is a game of inches, so. People don't understand that, and Steve Sarkeesian, um, you know, he, yeah, the first year the offense wasn't clicking too well, but it was my first year of Sark, and I wasn't used to that style of play calling because, uh, not you know, obviously, um, Kyle, um, Coach Shanahan was a uh, was my uh, our offense coordinator uh, before then, and um, you know, we get the league's best offense, went to Super Bowl, scored twenty eight points in the first half against the Patriots, couldn't keep you know. Couldn't finish the job, but, um, but I mean, you know, that's, you know, and so making that transition for me, you know, it was tough because I'm used to, you know, a lot of running out, uh, outside zone, running to the edge, plays like that. And, um, you know, a lot of play action, but, uh, I mean, Sark, uh, he, he employed, uh, you know, mostly a lot of, um, I can't really describe his offense. Um, it's you know a lot of passing, a lot of passing, um, different routes, um, different uh, different uh, setups with the receivers, you know, different things like that. And uh, so it's, um, yeah, it was a huge transition. Um, but I, I don't discredit a Sark for anything. Uh, I don't blame him for anything that happened. Uh, he just the organization felt like it was time to let him go, and uh, and if they felt like that was you know. That was their decision, and I couldn't do anything about that. Um, so, but uh, yeah. Well, um, thank you, Matt, for joining us uh, today on the timeout on DJ Falcon. Um, I know you, you obviously uh, you're probably with the kids, wife, you everything like that. Uh, so I'll leave you back to that. <laughs> oh no, actually, um, I'm I'm the only one up right now in my house, so I just gotta. I was gonna go get up and fix breakfast probably, and. Uh, Take a look at uh, ESPN, see what's going on with uh, you know, everything like that. <laughs> oh, okay. all right, man. All right, well, um, I'll leave you to that. Um, but thank you for joining uh podcast. Time out with DJ Falcon here. Um, we'll see you some other time, Matt. All right, all right, guys. That was uh Matt Ryan, guys. Well, uh, you know, join the show and uh, so yeah, um. Like like you said, these are some tough times uh, with, with the coronavirus going on, everything like that. So we have to just make you know, you gotta pray. And for one thing, you know, in my opinion, we gotta pray because if we if we don't pray, then we don't, you know, it's we have to pray, and then you know, obviously we have to trust God during times like this. You know, we got to, you know, it's it's very important that we do. And the non-believers, I can't speak for them. You know, they want to keep doing what they're doing. They can do it. God gave them free will to do whatever they want to do. But uh, that's all. Um, that's for that. Um, so got about six more minutes left here on the podcast. Um, so uh, 
you know, you uh obviously I think the um this season is gonna be pretty good. Yeah, a lot of teams that are gonna be good. Obviously Baltimore, they're gonna be good. Let's be Lamar Jackson's third year in the NFL. He might who used to say, you know, we said Baltimore could be Super Bowl contenders last year. They were. They didn't make it all the way. I think this year they could, I mean, in my opinion. But who's to say? Um, you know, other other teams to watch out for, uh, you know, uh obviously the Falcons. Eagles possibly. Um, you know, a lot of teams are, are gonna sneak under the radar. Uh, and and obviously the Cincinnati Bengals as well. Now obviously, you know, I can't say because I you know, they get Joe Burrow automatically that they're gonna uh be number one seed in the AFC and go to the Super Bowl. No, I, I didn't say that. Um, you know, I, all I'm saying is they they will be better than they were. I, I, you know, that is almost certain, unless they, they somehow find a way to screw it up. But I'm almost, you know, certain that it's going to be better for Cincinnati. And uh, so hopefully it will be, you know, hopefully Joe Burrow will shine and Cincinnati ended up with the Bengals up there. And uh, hopefully, you know, they can they can win some games up there, Um, you know. But, uh, guys, um, you know. It's getting to near the end of the podcast, so I appreciate you guys coming in and listening on, uh, you know, whether you listen live or whatever. If you do get, yeah, when you do decide to listen to this podcast, yeah, uh, share it with your friends. Go on, sh- copy the link on Spotify. You can share it with your friends, whatever. Tell them about it, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. You can follow me on Instagram at Falcons Nations 23. That's, uh, you know, Falcons Nations 23. On Instagram, you can follow me on Twitter at Georgia Sports ATL. Um, Capital G A, capital S, lowercase P O R T S, and capital A T L. That's all together. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, just keep you know, just keep checking in every day on the podcast for daily news and everything like that that you need to know. Um, but I guess I'll be signing off here in a few minutes uh, because we got some other stuff to take care of right now. Um, this probably. Be See, I try to at least aim my podcast to be around 20 minutes or so. There might be a podcast where it's 30 minutes. I don't know, 25. I, I try not to go over 20 to 25 minutes because you start to lose people's attention once you hit that 20-minute mark. You know, so I, I hopefully uh, that won't happen with me. But, um, you know, that's why I try to only aim for about 20 minutes. Uh, and this one's probably going to be 19 minutes, depending on how long I want to keep talking. Honestly, I don't because I'm getting tired. I woke up early this morning trying to prepare for the podcast. So, all that going on, you know, y'all know how it is with the podcast and everything like that. But uh, just make sure y'all checking in. Um, always check out my boys. Um, Carl Dukes and Mike Bell and Dukes and Bell. You can listen to that from two o'clock to seven o'clock on my for my Atlanta folks on nine two nine the game on the radio and uh, John and Hugh in the morning and uh, listen to them. And then Andy and Randy for the midday show. Listen to those guys too. They they know what they're talking about. I promise you. <laughs> um, but a lot of good stuff going on with that. And you can uh, guys aren't, who aren't in Atlanta, you know, just look, you know, go online, look at nine two nine the game. You can listen to the live uh, broadcast online, and uh, rise up, guys, and brotherhood. We are, um, and uh, tune in tomorrow for time out with DJ Falcon. DJ Falcon saying peace.